Hey there everyone, welcome to Autistic Adventures. I'm Cass and today we're going to be talking about clothing sensory issues. I could do an episode about just a broad range of sensory issues, but it would probably be a really long episode because I have a lot of sensory issues. So I'm just going to stick with clothing on this one. Um, Some of the common sensory issues that people can have with clothing would be that tags are itchy or scratchy, clothing that bunches, uh, waistbands and their elasticity, having too loose or too tight shoulder straps, pressure from shoes that don't bend, clothing that isn't breathable, the feeling of certain fabric on the skin, annoying tags or labels, too many or not enough layers, new or unknown clothing that haven't been quote-unquote broken in, clothes that are too light or too heavy. And so, you know, clothing can cause meltdowns. Um, You know, clothes that feel too light or too heavy may be a difficulty. You know, the tags and labels that are just constantly itching and irritating, that can cause meltdowns. The feeling of certain fabrics on skin, unknown new clothing, Wearing um, too many layers are not enough. Uh, Temperature-wise, that can cause meltdowns. And even sounds that different fabrics can make can cause meltdowns. So on the flip side, what is something that would be considered sensory-friendly clothing? So this would be soft fabric, usually not blend um, fabrics. Cotton is usually a pretty safe one. Tagless clothing having stretchy waistbands, limited seams, and sometimes compression clothing, uh, depending on um, the kind of sensory issues that you have. So thankfully, in this day and age, we have a lot of options. We have seamless socks now. We have weighted jackets or vests or even clothes that are made to look normal like if you go around with a weighted vest sometimes it looks a little odd people might look at you funny not that that's an issue but for some people not displaying that they have a sensory issue is their prerogative it's not up to everyone to know what our issues are um so thankfully you know we have options for compression clothing adaptive clothing having different fabrics having tagless clothing so that's great Um, Some of my specific sensory issues, I'll start with the feet. Um, When I was in my younger years, uh, growing up as a young adult, I could make myself wear heels. But now that sounds like absolute torture. I could make myself wear heels and then I would be recovering for several days, which, you know, in your early 20s, that's saying something because... In my experience, you could get hit by a bus and you'd be walking around the next day. Whereas like now I can sleep wrong or get up, you know, from the toilet in an odd way and my back or my neck is screwed up for a week. So, you know, it's just different when you're younger. And so I would really struggle with wearing heels 
But if I was going out to a club or like going out with a friend or everyone was going to be dressing nicely, I of course would mask and try and fit in and do what everyone else is doing, even if it was to my own detriment and discomfort. And then, you know, as soon as I would get home, I would rip it off and rue the day and curse the day that those were invented. So now I pretty much stick to sneakers or like skate shoes. If you grew up in the 90s, early 2000s, it was like DVS and Etnies and Globes, like the wider shoes that didn't like make you feel like they were compressed. I have to feel like I have wiggle room with my toes. If I they're too squished in there, or I'm wearing a pretty um, thin width shoe. It makes me like almost claustrophobic in a sense. So I try and stick to comfortable sneakers or shoes. I do own some boots because we are in a place where it does snow at times. It does rain a lot at times. I really don't like rain boots because uh, it's so stiff and having like the the top of that boot go back and forth against my calves is like really um, overload for me sensory wise. And so if I can get boots that are somewhat rain resistant, I'd rather wear those and my feet get a little bit wet or damp as opposed to wearing full on rain boots because it's hard for me. It's very difficult. So that's why I wear as far as shoes. For socks, just within this past year, I finally got to a point where I bought socks that go above my ankles. And this is another 90s, early 2000s thing where we only wore ankle socks. Or if you were in the skater community, sometimes you'd wear those like ones that go up almost to your knee and they were like the long ones. I could never wear long socks. If I did wear long socks, they had to be above my knees, like really long socks. Otherwise it was that or ankle socks and it had to be underneath my ankle bone, which when I was living in Guam and Hawaii, that makes sense. Like less fabric, obviously. Most of the time when I was growing up there, I wore slippers, but in school we weren't allowed. So which, by the way, slippers in Hawaii and Guam is akin to what mainlanders call flip-flops, but I refuse to use that word because that we didn't use that word and you were made fun of if you used that word. So I grew up with calling them slippers or zoris, which is the Japanese word for um, slippers. And people are like, well, how do you tell the difference between house slippers and, and you know other slippers? And it's like, well, house slippers are house slippers and other slippers are slippers. <laughs> so it wasn't confusing to us. But anyway, that being said, if I had to wear socks, they were ankle socks. So just in this past year, I realized that during the winter time, that is not my best option. Uh, I was like, I'm going to buy some socks that go up past my ankles. I may not be able to handle it, but I'm going to try because it has been literally years, like decades since I had worn socks that were above my ankles. And so I bought this one set. They were cotton. I tried to find it as seamless as I could because I knew that was going to be somewhat of an issue. And I love them. I'm like, how did I go around with cold ankles my whole life? Like, this is a revelation to me. I'm sure uh, this is not for other people, but like having your ankles not be cold is pretty awesome. I like to wear leggings a lot. And so, 
you know, if I'm wearing ankle socks and leggings, there's like a good, you know, two to three inches of just bare skin. And when you're in the midst of winter and it's 30 degrees, you know, out, it's not probably in your best interest. So I was so proud of myself. Like I'm going to try something new and I'm going to go for it. And if I hate it, then that's fine. But I need to do something because with my autoimmune disorder, one of the things that happens a lot is I get really cold, which I don't mind. I would prefer being cold to being hot any day. Um, If I get to a certain point of being hot, I feel like my whole body is boiling and it's very overwhelming sensory wise and it's just a whole slew of terribleness. So, um, you know, if I have to be one thing or the other, I'd rather be cold than hot. But, you know, it has been an issue. My hands are cold all the time. Um, My feet are cold a lot. And so I'm like, I need to start covering up more. I need to start taking better care of my body and regulating my temperature a little bit more because my body isn't able to do it on its own. So I'm like, I need to layer up. So I was very proud of myself for getting above the ankle socks. I know this probably sounds a little silly, but it was a really big deal for me. As far as pants. Like I said, I like to wear leggings. There was a many years where I strictly wore jeans, like even to bed, which is really odd to me now because if I wear jeans for the day, as soon as I get home, I'm putting on sweats. So it's kind of like odd to me that I spent many years in jeans. Um, but I don't really know where that came from. And so I prefer to either be in leggings or sweatpants. Um, I don't work in sweatpants. I don't go out in public in sweatpants. I know some people do and that's fine, like no judgment at all. But for me, I feel anything that draws attention to myself, I tend to avoid. So I'm like, I feel like, and not that this is truth, but I feel like if I go out in sweatpants that people are going to look at me or perceive me and I don't want to be perceived in any way. So I try and for lack of better words, look normal, try to fit in a little bit. That's probably some of my masking coming out. And it's something that I do need to work on. Maybe one of my projects will be to go to Walmart, put some sweatpants on since that's probably the most normal place that that would occur. But um, so I like wearing leggings mostly because of the elastic waistband. Um, It's not really about the compression on my legs. In fact, I don't really like that aspect of it. If anything, I prefer extra loose clothing. I usually wear a size up in clothing. I wish that I was one of the autistics that preferred wearing form-fitting clothing because I feel like it would probably complement my features a little bit better. I feel like I always look a little bit bigger than I am because of the clothing that I choose to wear, but that's what's comfortable to me. And I have to pick comfort over like fashion every time. Um, because I have other sensory issues and I already struggle with anxiety and other things, I'm like, I have to at least be comfortable because if I'm not comfortable, all of these other things are going to feel that much more extreme. So I need to just ran into something. If you listen to a couple of episodes ago, I talked about spatial awareness and I just ran into my stupid guitar case again. I swear that guitar case is the bane of my existence. No matter where I move it in the room, I tend to find it and trip on it. Thankfully, it wasn't like bruise inducing this time, but I did just trip over it. So that's me and my lack of spatial awareness. So next is underwear. 
Um, I prefer cotton only. I prefer tagless for obvious reasons. I used to try and be that person that like wore thongs or wore cute like lace underwear and I cannot do that anymore for the life of me. Like I don't care if I someone made fun of me for wearing quote unquote granny panties or I used to make fun of my mom for wearing the Hanes, you know, underwear. And while I don't wear like the high waisted uh ones, I do wear just regular cotton panties and that's fine with me it's comfortable it doesn't bother me all day and to me that's well worth uh you know having something that's comfortable rather than being cute because who's looking at me anyway and if my husband had a problem with my undergarments then that would be pretty funny to me because he's not that person he doesn't care what I wear I could be in a potato sack and he would think that was attractive so that's great for me um I also this is kind of a side note, but since this is mainly a podcast geared towards adult female autistics, I feel like I am in a safe place to be able to say I prefer wearing period panties when it comes to my menstrual cycle. Uh, for many, many years, I used tampons because pads were a sensory nightmare. It was either sticking to me or like flipping the wrong, not flipping, but like, um, uh, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about if you're female, where it'll like flip up and or it'll stick to a piece that it's not supposed to stick to on your underwear or it'll flip under. And so it was always like not correct. And then, of course, the feeling of like you're wearing a diaper is not a fun time. So I pretty much started off wearing tampons when I was a young girl and um, did that for many years and then because of some of the studies that have come out as well as you know the sensory issues that I don't need to go into I thought about using one of those like diva cups or period cups and I've heard people say wonderful things about them but just the thought of trying it to me is scary like just the whole concept of something being up in there that could possibly get stuck is so like fear inducing that I will not try it. Even if everyone in the whole world said that they're amazing and perfect, I probably won't. So I invest in period panties. I feel like they work really well. Um, it's not, you know, out of the options, it's the least sensory, um, you know, issues for me. So that's kind of where I'm at. The odd thing about me, which is like different from every other female I know, is I always have to wear a bra, except for when I'm in bed, which for many years I even wore a bra to bed, which is very strange, I know. Um, it's very sensory aversive for me to be bare-breasted. I'm very sensitive, and so anything brushing up against that area is very... Um, overwhelming and overstimulating sensory wise so I have to wear a bra all the time I have small breasts which yay me but uh so I could be braless I mean anyone can be braless and there's no judgment whatsoever on that end and I'm glad that we're kind of as a society moving away from you have to restrict your your breasts or you're a terrible person kind of thing um but for me it's like I could 
not wear a bra, but I can't. Like, sensory-wise, I have to wear a bra. Um, It makes me feel more comfortable. Like, even when I'm walking around my own house, as soon as I wake up in the morning, I have to put my bra on because I just, I can't stand that feeling. I need them to be secured (laughs) and under something, and then I feel comfortable. And, you know, I can't explain why that is. That's just how it is for me. Like I said, I like wearing sweats. Uh, Usually when I go to bed, I'll wear like a big t-shirt and sweatpants or, you know, pajama bottoms and that tends to, you know, work out for me. I like to wear a size up, like I said. Um, I don't like having things too close on my body. As far as like t-shirts, I like wearing t-shirts. It's winter right now, so I do tend to wear long sleeves, but I'm still of that generation where I like to wear a long sleeve and then put a t-shirt on top because that's what we did. Um, But I like to, in general, wear cotton. Um, T-shirts are the best. I struggle with summertime because there's so much more of my skin out and I feel like it's more of a sensory issue, I prefer to be covered. Not just because of modesty, but it's like a a sensory thing. I don't think modesty is even a thing. Like, it's your body, you can do whatever you want with it, and if you want to walk around in a bikini, like, more power to you. As long as you're comfortable. Like, whatever makes you comfortable, I'm, I'm about. And, but for me, unfortunately, or not necessarily unfortunately, but it just so happens that I like the feeling of being covered. So I love a good jacket. Um, It's one of the things I collect. I love sweaters and jackets and hoodies and all that, especially growing up on an island. I didn't really get to have those things or use those things. So now that I'm in the mainland, I'm like, oh, which jacket am I going to wear today? Like it's a fun time for me to pick out my jacket and just feeling covered and cozy and comfortable. Um, and then as far as like jewelry, I recently become became obsessed with wearing rings, even though it's uncomfortable. So I love the look of it and I will bear through the discomfort if I can wear it. But then as soon as I'm in my house, I'll like take it off. I'm like, no one cares in my house if I'm wearing rings, but I like the look of wearing rings. So I do. I will wear necklaces. I can't really do bracelets, um, even like those um, tracker watches. I, I do have one, but it's like, I have to deal with the discomfort. I don't like things around my ankles or my wrists. It's uncomfortable for me. It's a sensory issue. I have trouble wearing hats and glasses, like anything touching my head hurts. It doesn't matter. Like I've tried different sizes. I've tried different, um, brands. I've tried, I've tried so many different things. Anytime I wear sunglasses, the sides of my head hurts from it like sitting on my head. And then wearing hats, I struggle with because it's a sensory issue. Like my head starts to hurt. My physical like scalp starts hurting. So I can't really do like stuff on my head either. And I'll see a girl with a cute hat or like a headband and I'm like, oh, it's so cute. And I'll like forget and then I'll try. And then I'm like, this is terrible. Like I hate this. Even if it looks good, I'm like, I can't do this. So I do own hats and I own like things that are adorable and cute and I cannot partake in them because of the sensory issue. So You know, I do like to dress up sometimes. I have dresses. I can't really do skirts for some reason. 
Uh, I, I'm not sure why, because you would think dresses and skirts is the same concept, but for me, it's not. So I'll either go like full dress up where I, like I said, I don't wear heels anymore, but I'll wear like a nice pair of like flats or nicer shoes and wear a dress and then, you know, do that. Or I'm like t-shirt and jeans or t-shirt and leggings. That's pretty much my, my wardrobe. I have one shirt that I love so much that I, I bought four different, um, pairs of that same shirt. And so I would say if you find something that you like and that you're going to wear all the time, like do it. I don't care if people are like, Oh, well maybe you don't wash things. If anyone knows me at all, they know that I am what others would deem a clean freak. And if I wear something for more than an hour, like it's going in the laundry. I'm not, I don't take things off and put them back on. That's not me um, at all, even within the same day. So I'm like, if you think I'm wearing something multiple days in a row, you, you don't know me at all because I'm very OCD about things being clean or at least feeling like they're clean. Even if they look clean to me, it's like, oh, it's been here and it's been there. And so it's probably not clean. Like there's particles of something on it. So in the laundry goes. I do lots of laundry, but I'm okay with that. To me, it's a, a trade-off to feel like what I'm wearing, I'm always clean. And that's more important to me than doing laundry. And if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that I like doing laundry. So um, it's not that big of an issue for me. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much my spiel on sensory clothing. I can't really think of much else. I mean, I can, but not in the clothing arena. Um, what kind of sensory clothing issues do you have? Is there anything that I missed uh, that other people may have? Is there a funny story you want to tell me about uh, sensory clothing uh, issue for you? I'd love to hear about it. You can email me at autisticadventures at yahoo.com. Or in the Spotify link, you can click on the what did you think about this episode uh, tab and tell me what you thought. Well, that's it for now. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time. Bye.